cast list comes out, get to the bottom of the cast list, and I see dinosaur, dot, 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 Kate Hamilton, parenthesis, see me, close parenthesis. What? I had to go to this director and give verbal consent to wear a custom-made spandex purple suit and a mascot head. are you today? I'm thriving. How are you? Samesies. I'm so thrilled to be here. I'm happy that you are here. I met you at open mics and I want to talk about one of your jokes, but let's just like <laughs> dive into it. Like okay. how was your day? What, what did you, what did you do today? Well, today was an absolute delight from beginning <laughs> to end. I started my day with a little walk um, outside. I live on Mount Washington currently. So I always walk out and pretend like I'm in, in emo 2000s movie and look out over the overlook oh, and sort that. of like gaze and wait for people to talk to me. No one talks, but really? I wait. Okay. And then um, there was a bunch of nuns this morning, actually. No Early one. morning sunrise nuns. Really? Which was interesting. Do they like power walk? Like, what does that look like? Well, their habits are flinging in the wind. <laughs> and it's like a different kind of sachet. Um, Sounds beautiful. Were, I did that. I went to a coffee shop where Ooh. I sat and tried to write jokes and other things um and it was somewhat productive i heard this old man say something that i loved which was like you know some days you're a little nut and some days you're not today i'm mounds yesterday i was almond joy what and (laughs) which provoked me to then ask him right like what what do you mean he goes well as you should know Almond Joy has nuts and Mounds doesn't, I guess. Mounds is just mounds of coconut in chocolate. Oh, it is. So yesterday he was feeling nutty. Okay. And today he's just a Mounds. No nut today. Yeah. <laughs> no nut today. Okay. For him. So that was... <laughs> that sounds enlightening. Yeah, it sounds like a pact that like a teenage boy makes. but um, Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> but it was good. And then I... When, it's like I've practiced my whole life to describe my day. I'm so I'm excited like, I went, about this. <laughs> I teach uh, fitness to students at a, a local university. <laughs> and oh. I um, did that from 5.15 to 6.15 today. We had a strength class to 2000s bangers. And <laughs> it was it was something. It was very good. I, I can imagine it was something. When you first told me you taught fitness, I just pictured you like commanding the room with like a bunch of women in like a spin class. Like honestly, like that's what I thought maybe you were doing. Yeah. But it's honestly better <laughs> that you're teaching students. <laughs> that I'm teaching college students that are the most high achieving from their past lives. And then they show up and I'm like, all right, you got to do a squat punch. And I have never seen interpretations such as the ones I've seen from these young men and women but it's really interesting because if I teach it to them in a very like engineering robotic sense they get it I'm like bend your right digit and and pop down do they go like what side like what do I do here they get confused (laughs) yesterday I had a young man he was the only one to show up to my cycling class at eight in the morning just one and yeah and he comes in and he was really stressed out and he was in jeans and I was like hey are you Ryan and he's like yeah I said Ryan do you live nearby can you go put proper pants or shorts like you don't want to be on a spin bike in jeans no he looked at me totally deadpan he goes don't worry 
I won't chafe. And then for the next that's 40 the concern. And, and, and then, <laughs> the next 45 minutes I just had to look at him. And in his <laughs> jeans? Yeah. I have so many questions. It was like, horrifying. like when you you'd sweat, yeah. like you'd sweat so much. You'd sweat so much and it would be tight. It's uncomfortable. Right. I don't even know like males got stuff going on like I don't know. Right. Bad. Where's everything going? It's like literally, where is it going? And, and then it's just the two of us. So I'm just like trying to figure stuff out while I'm, you know, pumping Shakira into his veins. Yeah. <laughs> You're like trying to instruct him. You're just like yeah. looking at the jeans. Like that yeah. would be so distracting. It, well, it very much was. Did Ryan do well in his spinning class? Well, he accomplished a lot, actually. He did reach many of the cadence and resistance goals that I set for him. And. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. But he did not crack a smile one time, which I also always hate because, of course, I treat my fitness classes as auxiliary open mic nights. Yes, so exactly. I'm testing material all the time. Right. Ryan was a tough, tough audience member. <laughs> did you break him down? Well, he was just, he just like looked at me very sternly the whole time. It's like he disapproved of me. Oh, and that's like kind of gross because like, you have to watch him the I'm entire like, time. I'm like, I disapprove of you. You're wearing jeans to a cycling class, right. you sociopath. Like, what are you doing? What choices are you making? Was he like, I'm going to jump or I need to just go to a spinning class? It's like one yeah, or the yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was I was <laughs> his last chance. <laughs> a lot of pressure. I just feel like, you know, you don't show up yeah. to the spin class in jeans. Yeah, you don't. But I, it's just another day as an essential worker. <laughs> I mean, yes. Honestly, yes. That I was going to ask you like what the best moment was of like a fitness class. So like I don't know if that's it, but that has to be at least in the top it's, 5, right? It's it's up there. I'd say that I mean, I do like I do, you know, from a genuine standpoint enjoy helping people reach their fitness goals or like feel better about themselves. I yeah. enjoy I I also like sometimes I'll say like during a warm up, I'll be like, "Okay, now is free play time. Close your eyes and just move your body however you want. Nobody's looking at you. And so they close their eyes and they're like shaking around like they've got the spirit in them. Yeah. And of course, I'm watching them. I'm like, or, no one's yeah. watching you except for me. And they, it's, it's interesting because it's like you get to see the raw, uninhibited beasts that they are. That they're just taming. They're just yeah. pushing down yeah, all day long. <laughs> and then they come to my class, close their eyes, and they go crazy. <laughs> They needed that moment. Yeah. You're giving them that I moment. Am. Yeah, and I, and I don't want to have a God complex about but. it, but I guess I'm I'm sort of like the exercise messiah for these kids. I mean, honestly, yes. Like, you are changing their lives. <laughs> Ryan probably felt a thousand times better after that intense well, spin class. Well, there, we know there was no chafing, so that was good. I'm happy to hear that for him. That's, oh. Though perhaps my personality chafed him. <laughs> I'm not sure. I just find it very, like, weird that he just, you know, didn't crack a smile. But, you know, because when it's just two people in a room doing something, like, yeah. there has to be, like, some kind of, you know. The social order would have it that you smile. Right, but... right. But I guess Ryan did not want to smile. He's not he's not happy boy. He wasn't feeling it. Mm -mm. So I do want to tell you that one of your jokes, and I don't want to give it away, but the joke that you do about the red nail polish. Yes. All of my friends and I, we tried it. Did it work? It worked. Wow. It worked. Wow. Yes. I had to tell you that. That's phenomenal. I'm, <laughs> I, I have remnants right I now. <laughs> Look at this. This is disgusting. It's like my Same. last day of my red manicure, like my attempts to find a man. 
<laughs> so um, the joke, for, for context, the joke yes. that, that Danny is referencing is about how a lot of times, you know, women will wear red nail polish to try to attract a man. Mm-hmm. And we're not really sure why. It could right. just be because it's like the color of passion, love and romance. It's like Toro, Toro, like come at me, baby. <laughs> yeah. Or... It could be deeper than that. It could be much darker than that. Mm. It could be that red was the most popular nail polish color for mothers in the 90s and that they really just want their mommy's hands upon them. (laughs) It's like first, like you attract the man with the red nail polish and you're like, okay, step one, done. But we need, we got to figure some things out. Like you don't wear it to one date. You wear it for a few dates. Yeah, you do. Because we need to figure out like how deep rooted is this thing. Yeah. And it's so interesting, though, because it's it really is like when you wear it, they notice they say something. They, they would always. never say anything else about anything on my body person or whatever. But it's like, oh, red. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I don't know what it is. It's like you wear like a different outfit or like you could literally be wearing a potato sack. Yeah. They would say nothing. Yeah. No attention to it at all. The red nail polish. Oh, my God. Like you painted your it, nails. That's a beautiful color. So and I'm beautiful. like, I'm on to you. Yeah. And it's so weird. We all did it. Like my two other girlfriends that were at the open mic that night with me, they're like, we're all doing this. Like we're testing this out. We all had dates that weekend. Like, let's do it. We all got a response. Yeah. It's crazy. I honestly, it's a baffling thing. It's so bizarre. And then my one friend was like, oh my God, like I think he has a mom thing. And I'm like, well, you need to figure that shit out. Yeah. Like pronto. Immediately. Yes. That's something you need to uncover. Yeah. I find it if they say things like, my mom's my best friend, that's when you run. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the term. Or yeah, there's there's a couple of there's a couple of flags like that. There's a couple of little little mom things. Yeah, you're just like, mm, I didn't like that. Or if there's like the idea of a test, like, oh, you're gonna, you know, the final the final gatekeeper is my mom. Like, you got to impress my mom. Like, that's scary. Yeah, like I'm not. No, like I probably won't. <laughs> like I won't, or like. Or the flip side of it, like the boy's like talking about his mom. He's like, oh, she's the greatest, blah, blah. And you meet her and she's like an absolute garbage person. And you're like, I can't like, I can't do this. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation, but I have been. And I'm like, I, my whole opinion of you has changed. Yeah. There, (laughs) there have been some moms in my life to say the least. (laughs) But yes, I just, I definitely wanted to like let you know that we tried it. I love that you, that you did market research on that. Well, I figured, you know, we, we have to test it for you to like make sure if it's a thing or not. So like ladies, like I highly recommend doing it. Yeah. Did you get second dates out of it? Are you still seeing these people? Um, no. So, (laughs) so my friend is seeing the same guy. I am not. And my other friend isn't either. So one Mm. out of three success rate. Well, that's not bad. That's better than O for three. Yeah. So we'll take a one for three. And it doesn't promise a future. It just promises an initial thing. Right. So you lock the date in Mm -hmm. and then you figure out what's, what's going on here. How many layers deep do we need to go? Yes. How has dating in Pittsburgh been for you? I want to talk to you about this so badly. (laughs) It's bizarre <laughs> is what it is. It's so weird. It's, it's bizarre and it's – I feel like it's – every every city, you know, has their quirks and they mm-hmm. have their thing about like, oh, dating here is the worst or like the men here are the worst. It's like I don't actually believe that the men here are the worst. I just think that they find really novel ways to fuck up. <laughs> like they just like – it's. It's so not true. It's it's not that they're, you know, specifically any worse than anywhere else I've lived. It's just No. It's it's baffling. Like I've been abandoned at the airport. I've been promised by people like, Oh, I'll come get you. Like I'm gonna come get you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Where are you? Here I am with like my seven hundred bags. <laughs> right. Like, come get me, sir, in your chariot. And he's like, 
oh uh, yeah speaking of my chariot uh <laughs> i had to get a light bar put on my truck I'm like what's a light bar like what is right, that like, like i had to learn i have to learn new things i have to research stuff like i feel like i've been to more chevrolet dealers than i would have liked to <laughs> that's not necessary like no. yeah it's like i don't know it is it's been very it's interesting because it's you know it's I like to date. I love a first date. Right. I love talking about myself. It's and so fun. it's like, it's I'll go out and, and do yeah. it. And then I think that they're just more confused by me. I don't think that they understand <laughs> what what it is exactly that they're that they're getting. I feel like at the first date though, like it's kind of how it is. You still don't know what you're getting. Yeah. Like I just I remember I had this one first date and it was so bad like just so bad like this guy just like complained about traffic the entire time and like just a very interesting outfit choice yeah and like just the things that you talk about on a first date too it's all very surface level like it's just like the first date and like some things just like would you like say this to like anybody like ever like why are you sharing this with me right like I think I have I don't know if you have one of these faces too because you might it's like the face where people want to tell you stuff yes. and they like think it's like it's kind of like the bachelor date face where it's like here comes yes. the part where they're like and then it all fell apart for me and I've suffered with this and I'm like no no I don't want to know this like this is too soon yeah too so soon <laughs> that's interesting because they, they love telling me things and I think it's because I I am an active listener so I'm very mm-hmm. like mm-hmm, yes <laughs> yes <laughs> like it's the sick part of me I'm like give me more like I want to know more but like we are never going to talk again after yeah. this like I'll dig things out of them and then I won't put a band-aid on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you make them make this realization Bad. yeah <laughs> It's bad pimple popping practice is it the is. way to describe my dating life. It's like, let me extract everything and then not clean it up. And then just like not talk to yeah. you ever again. Like yeah. we're just not. Leave you scarred and, mm-hmm. and just... angry. <laughs> angry. Have you done the dating app thing? Yeah, I have. And I find them really stressful because, well, I mean, everyone finds apps stressful for different reasons. Right. And like, it's. It's annoying because I feel like there are two parts of me and one of them really wants to be, you know, taken seriously mm-hmm. as, you know, a I'm a, you know, a writer and a public personality and whatever else and I want people to think I'm intelligent. And yeah. then the other side of me just like wants to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. So right, I don't right. know which to put out to the it's world conflicting. half of the time and it's like I would do both but then they're like, "Oh, she's schizo. Like I'm not doing that." So Right. It's been interesting, but I find like, especially like I don't mention that I do comedy ever on the apps because I feel like then it's like, well, tell me a joke. I have gotten that before. Like, it's very weird. Or like, I think I made like an Adam Sandler reference and that got very weird too. And I got got some bros and I'm like just making weird like Adam Sandler things or they'll like say like, come over or it's just, it's very like, I didn't realize it was such a weird niche thing. And I was like, I'm taking that off. Yeah. Like you have to remove that, unfortunately. Right. Right. I don't know. I was going out with this. I was talking to this guy and he was telling me that he has never even like giggled at an Adam Sandler vehicle. And I was like, I've spent my entire life yeah. giggling at Adam Sandler. Exactly. And like, there is something wrong here. Right. Like, are you a psychopath? Like, I was like, I literally like, I don't understand how we could have at all compatible senses of humor from this point forward. Right. Like, we can't, we can't go on. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're, we, we're done here. We simply, and to think that that man, <laughs> Adam Sandler, <laughs> is doing this to me. Yeah. He's ruining all of our lives, yeah. actually. He's yeah. setting an expectation that no man can meet. Totally. It's it's very rude. Totally. It's very rude. Um, 
that's so funny. But yeah, I think the apps, I, I mean, I have a joke about it, but it's like, I, I feel like I should actually turn to TaskRabbit instead of these because <laughs> I just want someone to do stuff for me like yeah. around the house and hang stuff and like change my oil. Like I just got oh my, my oil God, changed like yes. a big girl for the first time in like really? literally over a year. <laughs> and I've kept trying to date people who are going to do it for me. Who are just like, okay, oh, I'll, you know, I'll take your car. I'll like get under the hood or whatever. Right. Instead, they're like, aren't you one of those like strong independent women? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> absolutely not no absolutely not we are tired we don't want to do it like like, i work like i don't want to fucking do this shit yeah that's what you're for yeah like i can't this is a partnership here like i'm also not going to cook for you but like like we're not partnership actually it it actually is a one-way street but but it's you're the one driving (laughs) you are driving like i am just a passenger princess like that's all this is here (laughs) yeah they just so I was married before, so like being divorced and trying the dating apps, I was like, oh, this is going to be like so fun. And then I was like, this is not what I anticipated at all. And yeah. it becomes like a part-time job because you're like yeah. trying to talk to people and figure out like – and you start to get to know them a little bit and then you hear that they don't like Adam Sandler and you're like, well, obviously I can't talk to this man anymore. Right. It's so like – it's just exhausting. Well, I think it's interesting because I think so much like I think of my entire life in terms of romantic comedies mm-hmm. because I'm a rom-com writer. I'm a rom-com thinker. I'm everything – it's all been shaped for me. I haven't done this. And it's like I am very uncynical and very hopeful about love. However <laughs> – However, <laughs> it's like when you put that onto things and you expect to go on dates or you expect various gestures or affections or, I don't know, conversation. Literally just and conversation. The, and, <laughs> and it doesn't happen. I mean, it, we all want the ever coveted meet cute, but you can't really right. go looking for it. No, you can't. It just, it usually doesn't go hand in hand. But it- yeah, I was, I mean, I was going to save this for potentially my embarrassing moment, but I have plenty of others. And Ooh. one of them okay. is through this lens of my, of my life and talking to people is like, I'm on this date, right? And I'm trying to be like Cameron Diaz vibes, like sort of like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like I'm, I'm sort of like flaky, but you love me and, and hot, whatever. And I'm leaning over the like steak tartare he made us order. There's a candle hair on fire no it starts burning no and he's like oh something's burning and i was like well it's not the steak tartare because that's raw and then i like <laughs> feel like this just it's like this heat on my curtain bangs no. that i was peer pressured by gen z to get and yeah, so then fuck it's them. like it's like <laughs> the side of my face and you had to go to an actual bang after yeah, that. Like a real bang had to happen. Yeah, it was it was horrifying. And I was like, wow, this really captures just me like as a romantic, like trying to dramaturg my own life, like trying Honestly, to make it something it's simply not. Right. But like that's a perfect rom-com moment. It like, is. You created the perfect rom-com moment. I did. And I didn't. It, and it was unintentional and it was a happy, beautiful thing, except for the hair situation, the burning smell. Right. Right. And whatever psychopath orders steak tartare in Pittsburgh. Ew. Ew. Did he like gently like put like a, a wet, a moist napkin like against your curtain bang or like did he just. No, I was, I think he was really confused. I don't think he'd ever seen burning hair before. <laughs> He's just like, what the I fuck I mean, he didn't happening? like, he didn't like stop, drop and roll or anything, he, he which like anything. I was hoping he would. No like, sense of urgency. Not like, ma'am, I, I think, I think you might be. <laughs> he didn't even like. Flame. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even like call in the volunteer fire department. Like oh he didn't God. even. He didn't, 
Did he not want to be me. shown up by the volunteer yeah. firefighters? Well, like, you know the volunteers probably wouldn't be hotties. Probably not. The actual firefighters yeah, like, absolutely The real yes. ones could come, but yes. like I don't know. I don't know that the volunteer corps would really do it for me. <laughs> it's just like some guy's dad. <laughs> He's like kind of on call. He shows up. He's like, "What's that smell?" Yeah, it's like it's. <laughs> but it was a it was a quite the experience. That is amazing, and I also like respect but disrespect that he ordered steak tartare. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Especially like I didn't used to eat flesh, and like I've explained that to people. I'm like, oh, I was a vegan for a yeah. while, and and still like the idea of it. And I I remember having a conversation with this specific man where I was like, oh, I guess I just like. I don't like cooking meat because I never know how to handle it. And so I guess he really like used the old noggin and ordered raw meat. So that, yeah. that worked. He really just sent yeah. it home. He was like, she doesn't like cooking it. <laughs> so. He's like, so here is some raw meat, man. Yeah. Enjoy. Oh. Well, it's like, I feel like it's really perverted to want, want to watch a woman eat a tartare. It is. Ew, That's it like inher- is. It's inherently perverted. It, yeah, I didn't even like make that connection, but it's definitely it, disgusting. Yeah. It is. I garbage man i was there a second date with this guy well of course <laughs> of course <laughs> was the gotta second... get the getting while the getting's good danny I'm, i mean you do you know what you're right sometimes and when it does kind of go bad you're like maybe we just do this one more time yeah just one more time and then i feel like that's how you end up in a relationship <laughs> exactly like you know they're not that bad yeah like they're just a little weird there is a weird like mob obsession like questionable job choices but like we can make this work yeah they're like oh they're quirky yeah (laughs) they're just unique they're creative you know whatever word i can use like make it sound okay i think i traumatized um the guy i dated when i was in grad school here because not only was i his first girlfriend but like what like yeah like that that's thinking like i am his first girlfriend like of all creatures and he was like a real he was like a real pittsburgh boy like and just had not did not understand things and you know like had he had a lot to learn I'm sure he did have a lot to learn. Is he the inspiration for um, Allegheny Romeo by well, chance? Well, not exactly. And it's a big fear that he's going to think he is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he's just like checking? He's like, oh my God, like he's going to be at the first showing. Yeah, he'll be he'll, he'll be there and be like, it's me. <laughs> yeah, I knew this was about me. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's so funny though because it's I, I feel like it happens whenever you're a writer or a comedian. People are like, oh, you're going to put this in your comedy or like you're going to put this in your writing. And it's like, be more interesting and then maybe I will right but, like you wish but I did I did get inspiration from that relationship because that's where I learned about a lot of things yeah. that happen uniquely and singularly in Pittsburgh so what are one of those things well chipped ham and marinara sauce is one of those things that's and that's something weird. that's horrifying to me <laughs> but I I like it I guess I don't know I, I feel like a little weird about it and then it, I, yeah. I guess like just I mean studying the language dynamics and and the like what words you choose to say like I had no idea for a long time like when they were saying you know you want to go do you want to go to the cabin you know Yin's going up camp I had no freaking I was like they left out so many articles and like I was like I was an English major so I have to correct this <laughs> like it was like it was, like actually no that's like, not how we don't say understand. this understand <laughs> Like, that's not how they, like, say this here. Yeah, like, it was, it's, it, but it was very charming, and they actually were, were pretty nice to me for the most part, um, as a, as a family, so. 
I'm sure it's just an adjustment. It's just a different like language. It's a different like I just feel like Pittsburgh is just all places have their things. But yeah. Pittsburgh, like some of the things we do here, it's weird, guys. It's weird. Yeah. I think that it was a large chunk of the relationship was that I was like really into the fact that every day he ate like a 1200 calorie lunch and I knew he was going to like burn it off at work. Right. Like that appealed to me in a really sick way, like in a primal atavistic way. I was like, oh, this is what I need. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm looking for. I need somebody who's like not afraid to like eat a sandwich and chips and hummus and cookies and whatever else was in that lunchbox. Exactly lunchbox packed yeah it, it was probably like one of those like super large like cooler it like, was it was an igloo cooler yes, I knew <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> as soon as you said it I'm like i'm describing it it's the igloo cooler one is there any other one for the working man no they're simply not <laughs> they're simply not <laughs> just does not exist but i was very curious about your perspective because i know you are from california and it's like dating here like i am from around this area so like it's it's not weird to me. like it's yeah. weird but it's not very weird to me yeah. But for you, not. <laughs> oh, no. I've done oh, something. Oh, no. Okay. No, so I think it's good now. I think we're good. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Producer um, Larry gave us the okay. Sorry. I just have, like, my exercise endorphins. <laughs> it, it's, I completely um, understand. <laughs> you were teaching the children 2000s bangers and what well, strength. I, I feel, yeah. Like, I feel guilty because, like, one student came up to me early on in my career and was like, I love that you really do the workouts with us. Like, that's really inspiring. And I was like, wait, these other bitches aren't actually doing them. Are they just like phoning it in? Yeah, they're just like out there like, do a plank. And I'm there like, do a plank. Yeah, (laughs) like you should be doing it with them. Exactly. So I was, so now I have to do it like every time in an aggressive way because they're not getting that from other sources. Exactly. Like it's the energy. It's the energy of the instructor. Like if I'm in a class and the instructor is not doing it, I'm like, fuck you. Like I'm not not doing 35 like planks or squats or whatever. I can't even count that high. Oh my God. No. Like I would do like five and I'm like, we're done here. Enough (laughs) is enough. (laughs) Fitness over. Did you do comedy in California? No. Or did you just do it exclusively in Pittsburgh? I started in Pittsburgh. Really? Yeah. (laughs) How long have you been doing stand-up? Less than a year. I think I started like last July was my first, my debut. Your debut. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, your one year is coming up quickly. It is. (laughs) Should I have a party? (laughs) I think you should. Please invite me to this party. I feel like the party would be people like chasing me out of town. Like, you're done no yes like actually you host an open mic for your one year yeah. <laughs> make everyone talk about me and how special they think i am oh my god honestly that sounds like a great time it would be i think for you me. should i think you should do it yeah we'll i'll see. prepare a few words we'll see. yeah <laughs> so but it is it is exciting i feel like i've learned a lot i feel like it's very funny to like start my stand-up career here and it is it, i've really it was baptism by fire mm-hmm. at the very beginning and i think that it's i've continued to learn a lot and um, so much to learn <laughs> all the time for your first one did you have jokes prepared i love asking people about their first time like did you have something prepared or did you just go up and do it i had something prepared okay so i okay. was like i could not possibly i mean i probably could have gotten up there with nothing yeah but it would have been worse than what did happen you know like I was happy to have jokes written and like I scoped out the mics before I went to a bunch of them and watched them in the corner before I went up smart 
That's yeah. Very I wanted smart. to know what the vibe was. Like, I really like. It's interesting with stand up because I really didn't grow up like being a comedy fan necessarily. Like, I watched movies and I watched plays and read books and things, but I wasn't like a stand up kid. Like, I never watched specials. I didn't really like have a favorite comedian. I like really? still am feeling like that part of my education is ongoing, and I'm still like just now like, oh wow, have you guys seen this special? They're like, yeah, it came out in 1982, <laughs> and no one talks about it anymore. <laughs> like, it's um. So it's interesting to, like, learn about the form while doing it Mm -hmm. and knowing that, like, kind of the references are all going to come from people I may or may not have ever seen. Right, right. That's that's interesting because I feel like a lot of people that do stand up, like, watch a lot of stand ups, like, specials. Like, it's interesting that, like, you started it without kind of having that background. Like, yeah, that's very, like... I respect you for that. Like, that's like you going up and doing something that you're probably not totally comfortable with. Yeah. It's an uncomfortable thing. I just wanted to learn the form, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like I can I, I know I know there are certain things that I know how to write and I'm still, you know, figuring out the format for stand up. And so it's been it's been a fun journey. It is. It's stand up is fun. Like it is. once you get past like kind of being nervous and getting up, like it is like a really good time. And it's just it's kind of just fun to hang out with people that are into the same thing you are, too. Definitely. It's it's very cool. So I was wondering if how like if you had done it in California or not. So that's very interesting. Yeah. No, I just started it here. And maybe maybe I'll do it somewhere else one day. Oh, you, you totally I've, have to. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm going down to Florida to see my grandmother and I might try to like hop on a mic while I'm down there, which I feel like will be very telling if I can kill in Florida. Like I can probably do anything. I'm unstoppable. If you kill in Florida, you can literally do whatever you want. Like there are no rules for you. Like Florida is like, I've never been, but I hear it's just kind of like, you know, a lawless land. Yeah. (laughs) It's the last great frontier. (laughs) Um, but it's great because it's like either it will be a crowd of ancient people mm-hmm. and maybe I'll literally kill or, or it'll yeah. or it'll be like a, like the archetypical Florida man and woman, you know, they're in like a wife beater and, and whatever else. Yeah, it's like I, I feel like when I like think of Florida, I think of that those two things. The divide. Yeah. The divide. Like it's like retirement community, like golf carts, like I'm thinking that vibe or yes, like very much like, you know, just tank tops, beach. I don't know why I think of nudists yeah, too when I think yeah. of Florida. Do you think of nudists when sure. you think of Florida? Sure. Absolutely. I'm like, are there new- I don't even know if there's new beaches there. I haven't researched it. <laughs> Something that I think about is um, this video I was watching. Because I have a couple of videos that I like to like go back to when I feel writer's blocked or I feel like I can't come up with something. Mm-hmm. And it's just like basic human things, needs, desires, conflict. Like some of them are like, you know, people fighting or whatever but some one of them in particular is a video of (laughs) a a reptile catcher in florida and his job is to like find snakes iguanas lizards and things that are in people's houses and in their pipes and there was one man who had not one not two but three times called this reptile expert to get an iguana out of his toilet the same iguana we simply can't know (laughs) but they interviewed this guy who's exactly like what you think the iguana reptile expert will be and he's standing there he's got yeah he's got like his boots on he's got like kind of a mullet he's like maybe a little hot but not really like he's kind of like niche hot yeah and like (laughs) definitely has like some sores or something like should take a valtrex but like is is almost there and he's holding one of those like um 
sticks with a little hoop around it. Oh. And, and he goes, listen, one time, maybe. Two times, no. Three times, never. <gasps> and he's like, someone is putting an iguana in this guy's toilet. And I'm going to find him. <laughs> and then it just cuts off and it's like we don't we don't get to follow him we don't get to know this journey we don't know how he's gonna find him we don't know what this man did to deserve toilet iguanas we don't we don't know (laughs) what kind of curse is that like i feel like that's only a florida curse yeah like you just get iguanas yeah this i want to know all about this man like why doesn't he not have a show where we can just watch what he's doing every single day yeah well it's fast it's just fascinating to me and i it's like sometimes when I feel lost career wise, I'm like, well, right. you know, there really is a job for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could be good at that. <laughs> I could fish iguanas out of toilets. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I could do that. Maybe I'm just imagining the outfit. You know, I would love to wear like a bucket hat, some cargo yeah. shorts, you know, a tall boot. Yeah. Just, just ready to. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Well, <laughs> look at this little guy I got today. <laughs> see what's in the back of my jeep wrangler yeah, yeah it was it's just kind of a crazy little wasteland so i i do love it i do love florida i'm not ashamed of loving it i want to go like it's a place like on my list of like destinations that yeah. i just want to check out and just see what the vibe is like down there like i want i feel like i need the miami experience first i've never been to miami i don't think i'm cool enough for miami i don't think that oh, I'm, no. like, I'm i'm scared of that oh but no I, but I, I would like to see it I think it would be a very good time. Like, I feel like the parties in Miami. Yeah, definitely. So, or the parties are like at the country club with like a Ooh. geriatric man on the, you know, laptop playing golden oldies. Like, that also might be the party. Honestly, it could be. Like, you know, I have no judgment to where the that, party is. That <laughs> might be the party. That might be exactly where the party is at. They, they know how to kick it. They for do. Sure. Are you ready? To share your damn it moment with me. Yes, I think so. Because I am ready to hear it. Okay. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> my damn it moment. Well, it's interesting because I feel like I don't really get embarrassed as much as I should. Like, it's like the way I go through the world. It's like, oh, I'm, I, that's totally normal. That's what people do. But there was one specific moment where I was with my cousins who are way cooler than me. They're just like, you know, attractive, well-dressed, interesting young ladies. And they don't really, you know, like speak out of turn. Like they're they're pretty timid, I guess. I don't know. That sounds, anyway, that sounds terrifying. Honestly, of, yeah, they're they're scary. And <laughs> you know, one of them did something once. You know, just like some little gesture, made a little noise, to which her sister said, "Oh my god, <laughs> that's like so embarrassing. That's like something Kate would do." <gasps> no. <laughs> what? I was like. Yeah, yeah totally kate would do that that freak um oh my god I'm, like... so, I'm so scared but um it's i don't get it it's like i think when you're born the size of a giraffe calf you don't get embarrassed <laughs> oh like you just have to you you just power through life it's like accept it move on accept it move on yeah. like that would have like ended my confidence for at least five yeah. years but i'd say that the the thing that would be perhaps most embarrassing happened to me when I was in high school and it was a very it was a very formative moment for me and (laughs) 
so I was a theater kid and I was really into school plays and I always thought that I was going to get like the lead in the plays. I was like, oh, I went to acting camp. I've prepared for this. Like, I'm awesome. Right. Your moment is there. And I auditioned for the play, which was a it was a really stupid, dumb play that high school students should not have been doing. But anyway, there were two Ice Age fictional creatures in it, a dinosaur and a mammoth. And I was like, all right, that's that's cool. It's a stupid play, but I'm going to be cast as the hot maid, obviously. Right. So I go, I audition, I kill it, cast list comes out, get to the bottom of the cast list, and I see dinosaur, dot, 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 Kate Hamilton, parenthesis, see me, close parenthesis. What? I had to go to this director and give verbal consent to wear a custom-made spandex purple suit and a mascot head and dance around the stage as the family pet. Now, this is my sophomore year of high school. I'm like freaking tall, gangly, bad skin, whatever, braces. Everything was horrible. And both of my brothers were in school at the same time. They were a year ahead of me. And I was like, okay, I'll do the part. And I will knock it out of the park. I will kill, I'll be the best dinosaur this school has ever seen, ever. But I'm not taking off the mascot head. I don't want to be listed in the program. I'm not taking it off. I will be a mystery dinosaur. I no love one that. will know. No one will know it's me. Ooh. Obviously, they found out because we had to do a preview for the school. And Ooh. I'm there in my little suit. And it's like so it's like so weirdly tight on me and like w- loose in other places. <laughs> and there's it, you know the big mascot head and I'm under the lights and I'm like my only line was it's cold, but I got to say it a few times. So I was like it's cold and then it's cold, you, <laughs> you know, make dinosaur like, noises. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I'm being so freaking weird. Then at the very end of the presentation, okay. He goes, let's get our dinosaur out here. Let's see who she is. And I'm like holding the head down. I'm like, I don't want them to see. They pull it off. No. There's not even applause. There's just silence. (laughs) (laughs) My eyes scan the crowd. I see both of my brothers. And they have a choice to make in this moment. Right. They can either be like, oh, that's my sister. Like, woo. Or, (laughs) Or they can turn to their friends and be like, (laughs) <laughs> what a loser yeah it was that one rude and so very I rude felt that that role and getting cast in that role really like mm-hmm. defined the rest of my life like I, I I stepped away from theater for many years after oh, that no and I you know decided to do something else with my gangly limbs <laughs> for many many years the sick thing though danny is that they didn't even let me keep the costume what the fuck they were like we might need it again it's like for what when are you gonna do this play again what are you gonna do who's gonna fill these shoes these claws (laughs) (laughs) if it's a custom suit how do they keep the suit like who no you you didn't get to keep it as like a trophy of like your time being a dinosaur that you didn't want to be unmasked which Arguably, is that how the Unmasked Singer was born? Just yeah, wondering. maybe. Just maybe. wondering. Some could argue. <laughs> I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of questions. I'm just, I'm thinking this, this story over in my head. Did you have a tail? Yeah. 
and it was it's hard to na- it's hard to navigate the world when you have a tail honestly right. like it's because you don't know what you might like what set piece you might bump into and it's like it was it was like a pretty girthy thing on the back so like it was it was like pretty bad well yeah and you have this like you're wearing this like mascot yeah, this head. big giant head and like in a spandex suit yeah with a tail yeah like this sounds like the most uncomfortable thing literally ever and they had the audacity to pull your mask off yeah and and you know frankly the audacity to make me do this <laughs> and i hate that they had to ask you for consent yeah they're first. like are you okay with this and i'm like i should you know in the words of taylor swift should have said no should have said but no I, but you know anything for the stage and it's like right. i still is still to this day i'll probably do anything and it's like i do like you know, I like the attention. I like whatever. But that was not a time in my life when I was prepared for that. No, no one should be prepared to be a dinosaur. Like I've grown, I've like grown into it. So now it's like, you know, a trigger word for me. Like people will you know, say stuff like I was at a bar and this guy points at me and he goes, dinosaurs. And I was like, you, you didn't go to my high school. Like no one went to my high school, lives here, whatever. And he's like, no. And I'm then he's like, oh, does he, th- does he think I look like a dancer? And then he goes, right. you look like Laura Dern in Jurassic Park. That's you. And I was like, first of all, she's like 60. Second of all, right, like, like, fuck you. Like, I hate you. Yeah. Third of all, like, don't bring up the D word around me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not dick. <laughs> yeah, not that one. It's not that. Oh bring my. it up all the time. <laughs> it's just like he, he knew this. Wow. Just. I, I am so sorry that that happened to you, that dinosaur moment. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. I've, I've healed. Yes. I'm ready to talk about it. But it's like, but it's also even one of those things where it's like, yes, I remember at the time the physical sensation of the embarrassment. Like, I remember, like, my face hurting and oh, being God, like, just yeah. like, I can't live like this. But that was probably, like, the last time that that's happened. <laughs> that's just so... And I'm sure it's been much worse than that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yes, but like, still, like, to be like, honest, I literally do stand up comedy. For a- <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do the stand up, so it's like, you know, it's it's basically like that every night. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like I just went back for it. It's yeah, like now it's just like just go back for more. Yeah, tail on. Yeah, mask off. Just, just tail doing- on, mask off. Way to take on the world. <laughs> just doing the damn thing. <laughs> I do want to talk to you a little bit about writing before okay. we go. Um, I just kind of want to know, because you, you write screenplays, correct? I write screenplays and okay. stage plays. Oh, my God. What is the difference? Because I, I don't okay. know the well, difference. So a screenplay would be like a movie you would see. Like I would write the script for that. Okay. Slash like some, you know, like provide some narration about what the scenery should look like, what characters should be doing. For a play, it's for an actual piece of live performance. So okay. I'll write like the script for, you know, some actors to go do on stage okay so that was like my first my first love was writing plays and then I you know learned how to write a screenplay because I guess it's more marketable but I think that live theater is great so I'm going to continue to do that that's something I definitely want to do more is like see more live theater like it's just something that like I don't think is like at the top of people's minds sometimes that that's like an option to do and it's such a great like creative form well live theater has traumatized a lot of people (laughs) so it's (laughs) It, it often yeah. starts, you know, when they're forced on a field trip to see a bad Shakespeare play mm, or, yeah. you know, if they're like taken to something experimental and all of a sudden they're like sitting on a milk crate getting slapped by something <laughs> like that happens in yeah. theater, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And so it's like or they have to watch a young girl play a dinosaur. Right. You know, like it's right. right. There are weird things, but there are also great things. So 
and you are working on a play right now, right? I, am. I touched a little bit on that earlier. Yes, I am. I am so excited. I'm excited to see it. <laughs> so where are you in the production of that? Well, right now I'm putting finishing touches on the script itself, and I'm also practicing like the performance of elements of it I'm trying to find a director to get attached to work with me so that I can it's a pretty it's as a one woman show it's pretty hard to direct yourself like right. I need someone to watch me that's fair and that's fair. um and from there I'm gonna start staging it and hopefully find a little home for it and bring all of the Pittsburgh people to come and see my ode that my love song to their city oh my gosh it is like your t-swift project for pittsburgh it is exclusively it is and it's a very it's very sweet it'll i think it'll make people happy it's it's you know honest romantic funny at times um most of the time hopefully funny but i'm it's, sure it's um, gonna be yeah it's a trip so i'm i'm just putting finishing touches on and then we'll see what happens with it but I'll keep everyone in the world posted on that yes please keep us posted I am so excited for it I'm sure my friends and I will be there with our red nail polish yeah ready to watch Perfect. you cheer you on but I when you talked about it on poor man's podcast it was like I definitely want to like touch on the Pittsburgh love story yes so it is. That's what it is. It's yes. a Pittsburgh love story. It's a, Pittsburgh love story. A, um, a good transition, Danny. So Thank a, you. Um, a tr- uh, California girl falls in love with a Yenzer boy. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> and really, that's really that's it. But it, you know, it yeah. explores explores a lot of themes. It's like what happens, you know, when two people from totally different worlds people who don't even understand what the other one does for a living right you know a playwright and a millwright like no like like millwrights don't exist as far as I understand but no they do here yeah they do they do the things here like the labor intensive things and yeah so it's like the show it explores a lot of those things it also you know takes the main character, the heroine, if you will, everywhere from a, you know, uh, open house day at Millwright training camp to <laughs> to a uh, aggressive fish fry at a Serbian hall. So Ooh, it's uh, it, yes. there's there's a lot of real Pittsburgh charm to it with a uh, quirky little through line. <laughs> Love it. It's going to definitely hit the heart of the Pittsburgh people. And be like our rom-com. Well, I think Pittsburgh is great because people are really, I mean, people are very proud here to Mm -hmm. be from here. And I actually really love that. That's something that I find very appealing because it's like looking for these traits that are immediately recognizable to people from out of town. You know, it's like they know Pittsburgh prides themselves on like grit and hard work and determination and family values and Steelers and whatever. Like it's, yeah. And it's all very, it's like all very coded. It's very interesting to me. So it's like to love something that much just because you're there mm-hmm. is pretty special. And I think that like everyone likes to hear about themselves from an outsider's perspective. And yes. so this is, this is my attempt to do that. It's a perfect fit for that. But I try to be an insider. I still sometimes try to pretend to be from here, but no, everyone knows that I'm not like, no one's like, oh yeah, where you went? You grew up in Baldwin. I'm like, yeah, right. Like, um, no, no. Yeah. like it's not, it's not happening. It was very funny because it's like I met this person who was like trying to introduce me. It was, a, it was like a, a setup thing, like a date thing. He was Ooh. like, oh, you should meet my brother. Oh no. And then 
and like his brother's texting me and he's like actually we've met before and I was like how did you figure this out because it's not like the dude like took a picture of me and was like look he was like well I figured you're the only like six foot tall chick from California who's like a playwright so we've already met and I was like, whoa. Wait, what? <laughs> That's crazy. So like you met like out? Or, we like, met, on a yeah, we met app? like out. Oh we my met God. out like at a bar. So was that like a good thing or was that like a... It's weird. It's just like, yeah. it's funny that it's like, I can be such a, a, a figure. <laughs> the Pittsburgh people know you. We know when we see they you see, out and about. You see me. <laughs> we see you. <laughs> oh my God, that is wild. Especially for somebody that like you didn't even like know that you were... Because you probably did you remember him well after he was like this is where we were and this is how it happened right yeah but if he wouldn't have said that like you probably would have had like no idea yeah which is kind of creepy to be honest creepy a little weird i can't wait for all of these men to listen to this podcast (laughs) honestly when i bring other girls on and especially like you know my close friends and we talk about like dating or guys like one it's like my favorite it's my favorite like subject to talk (laughs) about and it's relatable but like honestly like obviously they're listening so they always listen they always listen but i don't know if they know how to work stuff so maybe they won't be able to no click on it they may not be able to click on it you know continue like they press play it may play for a little bit i feel like sometimes people don't like listen to the whole thing either and the juicy yeah. stuff's like in the middle to well the what's end. really good is that i actually tell people that i tell men that i'm seeing not to follow me on instagram because my mom is a former investigative journalist <gasps> and she will find them and what? she will know like she like definitely goes through my followers lists and like sees people because i'll vaguely talk about men and then she'll be like oh is it so and so and so now i'm just like stop I'm like, you can't follow me. Like, I'll explain later. Like, if we start dating, you can follow me. But until then, you know, I have a public account. Creep at your heart's content. But do not snap that follower button. This is insane. Does she does she literally go through your followers list? This is wild. Well, I think so because she gets curious. And I get this. I inherited this from her. So I'm like just as nosy and crazy. Like, I'm like still like, oh, I can figure it out. Like, I can find out who this Isn't person is. Like the best feeling. I found somebody in under three minutes once on like Facebook, Instagram. Oh, it's, it's I so was good. like, this is amazing. It's and I'm so like, good. this is sick. Like that. I love this so much. It's nice to have so much power. It is. <laughs> and to be so savvy with these things. But it's like, yeah, it's, it's just like it's taking the the natural curiosity your question is like you know as soon as there's something mentioned in conversation like oh this guy oh he you know he golfs right then all of a sudden she's looking through my followers list for people with like golf pictures my god (laughs) this is wild i'm just like showing my dad she's like do you think it's this guy like do they make a game out of it? Probably. Do they like print photos or like, is it this? Is it yeah. A, B, or C? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> do you remember that show, Parental Control, on yes. MTV? That was like my favorite show. I and love that I love the whole premise. And I would still, like, I would elect to go on a remake of that today. Oh, like, absolutely. Like, I would absolutely, at this point, let my parents pick. Oh, for sure. Oh, do you, you just unlock the memory for me. Do you know the show that they did? It was similar to that, but they like, I, I feel like they put everybody in a bus on this yes, MTV next, show. The next bus. Is it? It might have been next where they went into the people's rooms. Room Raiders. Room Raiders. I, I loved, loved Room Raiders. Show. I loved all those shows. That was like the pantheon of great shows for me. Room Raiders, <sighs> Parental Control, and Next were great. Oh, I loved Next Because I still, I mean, I still, I think of Room Raiders all the time, especially whenever I'm at somebody else's house. Like, I've freaking room raided this place up This when I came in. It's like, oh, what would I discover you about Danny based on. Yeah. 
and it's like, oh, it's interesting. Oh, she likes she likes you know to like tigers, and she likes <laughs> uh, she likes to drink. Like, I, she, there's maybe some spirituality going on. Like, I don't. It's like there's you can find all these clues, and I always think about it. And then I'll, I'll reference it to people. I'm like, oh, I'm totally you know acting like I'm on Room Raiders, and they're like, right, don't go through my medicine cabinet. I'm like, they never did that on Room Raiders uh, no, on camera, right? <laughs> like they didn't do that there. But like, do you have like a black? like that you like pull out of your purse just I to do wish. like a quick like, I should get one that's the best part yeah turn those lights off and just light that baby yeah, up it's just like woohoo <laughs> yeah. see what's happening there yeah. I love I love those shows though I love like all of the intros for the people like when it's specifically parental control because they had the boyfriend that the parents hated and he would always come in and be like bah, bah, fuck you fuck you and there's like devil music playing like i loved it so he much looked like he came right out of yeah, one biscuit yeah, and it's like it's it's so good and he always sits there like making disgusting comments to the mother he's like yeah you know back in your day i bet you were a firecracker and it's like no it's like so it's such good like, television fuck you, Kathy. yeah it's like such good television oh, we we need that i think in 2023 yeah. that is what we all need to thrive again i would absolutely i would really go on it like in a heartbeat i would not even think about it oh yes absolutely i please. i would even find a bad boyfriend just so that he could go on there and and <laughs> be a death metal star for my family like listen like we can make this work you know just just until like we can go to parental yeah, control yeah just until i can find other suitable matches right and your mom would just be like well, I saw on your Instagram page. Yeah. And they'd be like, we didn't even tell you our, like, our yeah, name. Yeah, so like, doesn't know. matter. Yeah. <laughs> we know him already. Oh, she would be like the perfect, the perfect personality for that. I know. We're campaigning. Bring yeah. it back, MTV. Seriously. And I can't wait to watch you on it when they like launch the series again. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been rejected from reality TV before. Okay. I need to know. What did you apply for? <laughs> um, well, it was one show that was like, it was like, friends living in texas it was like in austin or whatever and it was like young people i forget what the show was called but it was like a group of 20 something i think it might have been called 20 somethings oh god and it was like pitched as you know 20 somethings who want to change their lives make a life change move to texas and live in a house together so sort of like the real world but not so i applied for that and i did i did also apply for the bachelor in a weak moment and was rejected (gasps) no well, I think they could have. They don't understand what they could have gotten out of me. Yes, like I would have played the game, man. Seriously, do you, do they, you like submit a tape for that, or how does that work? You like answer a questionnaire, and then if they want more, they like reach out. You can't tell anything about someone yeah. from a questionnaire. Also, all the dudes on it are like five two, so it's not really useful for me. No. No, but. you need to make like an Elle Woods video and like just send it to them. But like, I would guys. be, I mean, it's like, it's, it's a disgusting and filthy show. I don't even watch it, but it was like the idea of being able to manipulate it. Right. And like, and just be either the villain or like the, you know, the fun girl, whatever that is. Like, like inspiring I would, the entire yeah. time in cahoots with other, well, yeah. in cahoots with yourself. You can't yeah. conspire with other people, Never. I guess, on that show. Yeah. Never. Every man for himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kate, where can people find you? On Instagram. <laughs> um, everyone, Instagram. so many people should follow me so that it's not so easy to find men that are interested in me. Yes. So it's at Kate Conde Hamilton. That's K-A-T-E-C-O-N-D-E Hamilton, H-A-M-I-L-T-O-N, like the musical. <laughs> And I also have a website, same thing, www.katecondehamilton.com. Love it. There you can find information about me, what I'm working on, and my upcoming shows. 
That was a beautiful pitch. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on this the show. This was so fun. I'm glad you did it. This was so much fun. Such a good, such an absolute delight and joy. Thank Definitely you. a day maker in this sweat lodge <laughs> from which we are working. I am sweating profusely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Danny. And I'll see you guys next week. That was awesome. So fun. <laughs>